Господи. Аллилуйя. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we speak the counsel of heaven accordingly. In Jesus' mighty name, we call it done. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Slap your hands to Jesus. Amen. We are also glad to see all of you. And I know that tonight... Um, God is going to cause a divine transformation. Hallelujah. Now, I'm, I'm sharing on something very necessary because of what scripture speaks about. Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. It said, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Gentiles shall come to their light, Huh? All right. And the kings to the brightness of your rising. Verse 4. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together and they shall come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Verse 5. Then you shall see and become radiant. Can you do King James for me? <laughs> yes, King James. Just stay in King James me. Thank you. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. The verse number six. The multitude of the camels shall cover thee, and the dromedaries of Midian shall and Ephah. The word dromedaries actually is the offspring of a camel. Okay, so. The horse and the donkey is a coat. The horse is a coat. The feminine is a foal. Then the, the ass or the donkey is called an ass coat. That's an offspring of, an, of a donkey. Now the offspring of a camel is a called dromedary. So these are the babies of camels. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. And all from Sheba come. And they shall bring the gold and the incense and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Hallelujah. So today I'm teaching, so we'll do a lot of scriptural reference so it doesn't pass over your head. Hallelujah. It's more of a lecture. So we take our time and get into the details of what we are talking about. I'm to share on wealth, right, wealth creation. Say wealth creation. Say wealth creation. Oh, say wealth creation. Ladies and gentlemen, money is good. <laughs> Ecclesiastes said money answereth all things money answereth all things money is good many of our prayer points is because of money many of our limitations in life is because of money that's why Jesus said one of the strongest forces that can oppose God is mammon 
So he said, you cannot serve two masters, mammon and God. <laughs> so money can, has the, how do I call it, the capitulation to be a God. And many of you do things because of money. You choose a certain job because of the salary. You choose a certain prospect because of what you get. So sometimes money can direct you more than the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Imagine two gentlemen come and stand in front of you. One has money, one hasn't money. You will pray stronger for the one who hasn't money. Whether it's the will of God. But the one who has money, you pray less. Whether it's the will of God. Because you know the money has proven is the will of God. As for the money, that is the will of God. God doesn't want me to suffer. <laughs> so wealth creation is a serious matter. Hallelujah. And the seriousness of this is that um, the church needs to understand what wealth creation is all about. In fact, let me put it this way. It's more of wealth transfer than wealth creation. Why? When God created all things, Bible says in the land of Havilah, there was gold. There was Delium in Genesis 2, 10 to 14. He said the water flowed to the land where there was gold. There was Delium, the onyx stone, precious stones. From the beginning, God created electricity. Man discovered it in time. Electricity was not invented. It was discovered. That is why the oil in Ghana was discovered. It was not created. All the monies people carry are monies that have been since creation. It's just that people are discovering it. The oil reserve of the Arab has been since. So Isaiah prophesied it. They shall fight the battle of Hamagedon in the fat provinces of the desert. That word is Medina. <laughs> and the word fat province, the word, the word fat is dashin, the oil. It means the battle of Amagedon will be an oil battle. So all these things you see about green energy, fuel prices looking funny, is, is people are hoarding for a battle. <laughs> there will be a bat, an economic battle. So please listen to, if you are broke, you'll be hot in the days to come. Oh yeah, 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 I'm telling you. It is hunger that will make people collect the mark of the beast. Because he said without the mark, you cannot eat by yourself. So without financial empowerment, you will be hot and you might be pushed to compromise. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here? Am I preaching to future, future millionaires? Am I preaching to now millionaires? Amen. Okay. So I know that you are waiting for business strategy. The problem is that <laughs> we have taught what the world stole from the church. Let me put it this way. The principles of finances we teach in church today are worldly systems that have been perverted that were actually taken from the Bible. That means that we are the ones who carry the real mandate for the money. But we don't know. So we are learning from the people we should teach. The richest man was not pagan. He was Christian. Solomon. He was of God. The richest man to ever live. It is estimated that his wealth is over $2.3 trillion. Bill Gates and the present rich man is around 180 something billion. They have not even entered 200 billion. 
In fact, the cost of the temple of Solomon was $244 billion. The priestly garment was $10 million. What Aaron wore was $10 million, his dress. So we have not come to a poor God. <laughs> he said the temple must be exceedingly magnificent. It means the dimensions of the overlay of gold, the weight. There was a church in Bolivia where they were preaching and all of a sudden people were having gemstones. Someone went to the bathroom, was combing the head and the diamond fell out. And they took it to a jeweler. When the jeweler measured it, he said the carat cannot be measured because it is not a carat that is on earth. So it's beyond 24 carats. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, all kinds of... They saw a feet. The feet of the angel's leg was about 20 inches. That's the size of it. And it was diamond dust. So it means when the angels even walk, dust of diamond. We have not come to a poor God. This is why when you get to heaven and you don't know your God yourself, you'll be a bushman. I'm like, hey, God. <laughs> They'll say you don't know God. You'll be shocked. They walk on it in heaven. They are by two men. It's gold. Kota in heaven is gold. He said you will lay up treasures like dust. It means that that's for F. How much more heaven? It means the way dust settles in your bedroom and you clean it. That's how heaven is. Even that one is on. Is the heavenly realm expressed in the earth dimension? How much more the heavenly realm in the heavenly dimension? He said, when you enter your room in the heavenly realm, dust is gold. When you clean the dust, it is gold dust. So their dust is not silicon. It's age gold. So please let me disabuse your mind about this wealth thing. Because we need it in our days. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Are you here? Are you sure? All right. So how then do we create wealth or transfer it? must understand what is the reason these things happen now when God created all things he put all things in dominion under man man was in charge man was in charge say man was in charge the moment man fell short of the glory of God man began to pervert wealth in fact, let me put it this way. According to Jeremiah, the Bible says that the garden and the trees in the garden of Eden went under the earth to the nether regions. That is why the Bible says that when Abraham died, he went down to a place called paradise. The paradise or the Eden of God after the fall entered the earth. It was swallowed. That's what Jeremiah said. The earth swallowed it. So paradise was under the earth. In a realm called Hades. So Jesus didn't lead captives. Captives are the people. But he led captivity. It is the people and the place. <laughs> he carried, he relocated paradise into the heavens. Because Bible says in Acts chapter 2. We know that when David died. He who spoke as a prophet. Spoke on this wise saying. Thou shalt not suffer the holy one to see corruption. But we know David saw corruption. Because when David died. He did not ascend. He descended. Hallelujah. Now the moment Eden went under the earth, this is the reason why all the minerals are mined. Because it went underneath. So the surface is what we do mining. But after the mining, 
is the truth. Oh, wave your hands to Jesus. Are you here? <laughs> because the Bible says in Genesis 2, the gold and the precious stones were on the surface. They were not hidden. But when man fell, it was, it entered the ground. It was swallowed into layers. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So how then can I enter divine dimensions of world creation? Divine dimensions. For your information, there are two systems. There's a system of Zion and there's a system of the world. The system of the world is hinged on wages and salary. God has another system. That means that you are going to work and be paid for what you do. But that system, every businessman will tell you, does not make rich. Salary does not make you rich. May we disabuse our minds from salaries. Because somebody is bribing you to sacrifice your intelligence. Disabuse your mind. What I mean by that is, a salary job is not a sin. But must be used judiciously. As a project, I'm going to get into that, of increasing your expertise. Let me say this in case I don't say it in the end. The blessing of any field is expertise. To be blessed in any field, the definition is expertise. That means that if you are in any field and you are not an expert, you have not yet hit the blessing. Academic expert. Financial expert, banking expert, medical expert. Your expertise is the blessing in the field. And we understand that expertise does not come by wishful thinking. It comes by proper knowledge. If you don't acquire the knowledge, you can never be an expert. So this is what I want to show you today. The basics of wealth. The basics of wealth. I think if you get this one, we can get into the other dimensions of wealth and it will flow. Now, in James chapter 5, can we go there? James 5, verse 1. James 5, verse 1. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Verse 2. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth eaten. Verse 3. Your gold and silver is conquered, and the rest of them shall be a witness against you, and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. That means that every person you see laboring today who is not born again, their finances is for the last day. Are we, are we in the same Bible? So everyone working, Bill Gates, whatever, all the money they are acquiring is for the last days. That's what I'm saying. That in the last days, if you are not wealthy, you'll be impro- you'll have a problem. You, oh yeah, yeah, you need to you need to access this treasure. <laughs> he said you have heaped treasure for the last days. Man of God, I was praying, and God showed me during the COVID time. He said, Adam. Before I come, you must replicate Petra. You know what Petra is? Bible says the mountain city. Matthew 24 says that when you see the abomination of the desolation, we stand in the temple, flee to the mountain. So it means there's coming a day 
your salvation will be in a city in a mountain how do i know this the typology of the destruction of the world because bible says out of his mouth shall come a blistering light that shall devour the nations it's like sodom and gomorrah god is burning the city the angel said flee to the mountain <laughs> but that mountain according to scripture is actually petra so bible said he will stand upon edom edom is petra the mountain city if you've watched indiana jones and the last crusade they went for something called the holy grail a cup that jesus used you realize they entered a, a city in a mountain it's called petra you can google it it's the city mountain that's where christians will hide that's where jews will hide when the antichrist shows up that means also they need to have reserves this is why matthew 25 said when i was hungry you did not feed me and these were rich men who were using their wealth to feed jews so jesus said oh, I, I, I understand me when he came to judge the sheep and goats he said when i was hungry you did not feed me when i was in prison you did not feed me you did not visit me when i was naked and he said those who did not do this he said when were you hungry now if you read the parable in matthew 25 every christian knows when i do good to a christian i'm doing to god so these were not christians they were unbelievers helping others that's why they were judged as sheep and goats not as saints and servants so it means that some people gather money and their right to heaven is they were keeping the jews alive they were feeding them they were clothing them and that's why luke 16 9 said make yourselves friends with unrighteous mammal in the day money fails you use your money to get position in eternity and he linked it to the shrewd servant who had posts and when they were about to fire him forgave everybody of their debt so when he's not having a job they can give him a job no i'm saying this things to make you see that money is necessary for the days to come so i said do you love them god told me he says that before i show up i will replicate the system that i gave alexander dory church cities where we have our own bank our own crutch our own playground our own auditorium let the whole nation go blackout goshen will have light because we have come to economic status we've become the city that is on the hill we cannot be denied our voice controls gdp when you enter our city the 10 most influential people in the country are in the city you can't joke with us arithmetia was the richest man in israel so he stood before Pilate. And you know the shocking part, sir? He's Jesus' cousin. That's the Ibu Shapini. Because in Israel, you can't sleep in a tomb that you're not related to. So he slept in his uncle's tomb because that's the family tomb. Let's take, I'll show you how Jesus was worth billions of dollars. Ah. Also, in church, we have finance officer. Jesus had treasure. That means he had federal reserve. I'll get into it next week. <laughs> you can't miss it no disabuse your mind because this is the problem of israel now i'm, I'm giving you foundations so you get me this is the problem of israel the most skillful most anointed people on earth are the children of god the stone cutters the blacksmiths the masons they were israel then israel used their skill to build egypt ramses Python, they build a standard today. When you get into any company, the best workers are churchgoers. The best workers are deacons in church. The best workers in the company are pastors. 
But we are using our energy for Satan. And we have kept it from God. So instead of us to shine, Satan is covering our shine. Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. Let me say this as a prophet of God. When you see in the day to come that 80% of workers and, and people who do corporate job in a church are entrepreneurs, they'll know he will come soon. Because very soon, God is going to give the anointing of entrepreneurship so that you can, you can use your business to win souls and have time to come to church and tell them Wednesdays we close at 4 and we are all sitting in the bus to service. If you miss service, I deduct from your salary because salary, service is part of work hours. It's coming. So you can have time to come to church and not say your boss said don't come. This is the way you, your mindset has changed. Otherwise, you can't create wealth. I used to work in the civil service for seven years. So if you think I'm preaching because I didn't work, pastor and I, we all worked. That's why you call us that because of work, we get angry. Because we've worked before. And we've sacrificed before. We know the terrain. So in the civil service, when I received my letter, 2009, the Holy Spirit said, I told the Lord, 321 Ghana cities, 78%. That was my salary, 2009, November. I said, Lord, my faith can produce this. At that time, $1 was one city. I said, Lord, my faith can, if I $1, one city, 50%, sorry. He said, my faith can produce this. He said, I didn't send you for salary. I sent you for purpose. So he said, go there. And in any case, if your faith can produce more than your salary, then use your faith to sustain more than your salary. So he said, because of that, 321 Ghana City, you give tight four times of what they pay you. So I'm earning 321. My salary is over 30, 32 cities, isn't it? But at the end of every month, my tight was 120. God gave me four times more. And it didn't come from government. Honor them that are in authority over you, but don't worship them. Anna is not worship. It's amazing how your boss can insult you and your pastor cannot rebuke you. One is insulting you according to what scripture says. Your fathers rebuked you according to the flesh for their own pleasure. But the father of all spirits rebuked you for holiness. So pastors rebuke according to holiness. Mortal men rebuke according to their pleasure. So sir, when you are growing up, your mother will say, foolish boy, you are disgracing me. So their rebuke is because of the disgrace your parents will face. But God does not rebuke you because of his disgrace. He rebukes you because you have lost your identity and the blessings you can enjoy. That's why God rebukes us. Two kinds of rebukes. It's not for disgrace. It's for his glory. So I want to bring your mind to the fact that you need to break away from this slave mentality. Can you imagine they've entered the land flowing with milk and honey? They don't work. Their only work is to wake up and go and fetch manna. But they said they want to go and work again. They want the slavery. People start businesses. And after two weeks, it's like you are depending on God too much. Why don't I go back to Egypt so they can pay me? I'll touch on it next week. The system of Egypt and Pharaoh. So you can't believe that God, God is doing something in your life. You've been out of a job for two years, but you are fine. Have you died? <laughs> you just don't count it. Ah. Father, please control me. I'm getting too excited. 
Hallelujah. So there are two kinds of system. Numbers 23 verse 9. This is what I want our minds to come to. Wages and salaries aren't bad. But they are not God's system for the Christian. They are to be used. Not our final destination. Like I said, I was working in the civil service. And I sat down and looked and I realized the highest position I wanted to aspire for, directorship, was nowhere near what I think my life should look like. And let me advise you today, if you are working in any company and the highest position, CEO, is earning 7000 you should know your future. The CEO is earning 7000 a month, you should know your future. Don't be happy. Are you here? Are you here? Also, I advise myself. Because I realize that this is why you either steal in the civil service, excuse me, or you labor, labor, labor in all righteousness and you live with a broom. I said, nah, this cannot be me. Because if I follow this system, I will either rob or never marry. But if I, I well, after seven years of working, the only addition to my salary was 1,000 CDs. So when I resigned, 31st March 2017, my salary was 1,321 CDs. Yet by then, I had a house and a car. And it didn't come from the office. So wealth creation is beyond salary. And next week I'll show you that this money, money thing, the reason why a lot of you are not getting into the dimensions of wealth is you think money is indication of wealth. That's why you get it and after two weeks it's going low. After a month you got 50,000. It's left with 5,000. You are hot again. Because your whole mind is the cash on me is my wealth status. No. If you get into the business circle, you see men who are in debt, but still are measured at millions of dollars worth. They have zero in their account. They owe banks, but they are measured to be $70 million worth. It's not the cash. If you think like that, you will never work in wealth. And you'll be provoked to pronounce curses on yourself. I have no money. No, you have money, but there's no cash on you. It's two different things. You should know the language to use. You have money, but cash is not on you at the moment. It's two different languages. Okay. Amen. Amen. Let's read together. One to go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. They shall not be reckoned among the nations. It means that God, this at the time that Balaam, the prophet, was standing upon the mountain Pisgah and was pronouncing curses. And when he looked into the habitation of Israel, a prophetic word came on him and said, God has an agenda. Though the people are dwelling here, they are a nation separate from nations. The people shall dwell alone and shall not be reckoned among the nations. Up to date, Israel stands in a different class among the nations and if you don't know according to Genesis 15 this is the natural offspring of God of Abraham 
These are the people scripture say, count the sand on the shore. He said, that shall be your offspring. That is his natural progeny. His spiritual progeny was the stars. He said, lift your voice, eyes, and come, begin to count the stars. That stars is the church. Now, do sand, when you put sand and stars together, who shines? Please, who shines? How come the sand is shining in our time? And the stars are dim. The church seems dimmer than Israel. It means what God wants the church to be is higher than what Israel is. The church is supposed to fulfill this prophecy. We must be a nation among nations. So when you enter any country, the church should be the wealthiest. A nation among nations. The church should be the healthiest. A nation amongst nations. The church should be the strongest. I mean, most educated. The nation amongst nations. But also, I realized the difference. Israel was ready to go through persecution. And they were ready to identify themselves as a people that were different. The church does not like persecution. Israel was put through gas chambers. The church will not do this. Jews were persecuted everywhere they went and they accepted it. Only the church does not like persecution. We want everybody to like us. That's why we cannot be reckoned as a different unit. We want to blend. We want to be happy and nice with everybody. But that's not how Israel is. Recently, I watched a certain clip. They are ready to kill anybody that comes against their nation. Whether to Pakistan and uh, Palestine and Israel, you babies are bombed. Israel does not care. Because to them, you are not part of this nation. Period. Hallelujah. <laughs> are you here? Yes, so the apartness what God wants to give us is what to set us in a certain category of operation. Now today, when you go to the top 100 philanthropists in the world, 45 are Jews. The Jewish population in America is about 7.58 million. But when you take the <laughs> top 100 rich people in the world, not in America, in the world, 50% Top 40, when you take one, one to 100, the first 40 are Jews. So, close to 50% of the top 100 millionaires and billionaires are Jews. When you see Weinstein, all the Steins, Goldstein, Berg, Stein, Ski, they are Jews. Wolonski, the Ski, SKI, the Bergs. The Steins, they are all Jews. And Jews have a community system. The Jews are mimicked by the Muslims. When you come and buy gold from a Jew and he doesn't have, he will go to a fellow Jew and direct you to a fellow Jew to buy from him. Because what? The money you don't give to me, you will give to him. And it will all come back to synagogue. But Christians, if you don't get from me, they would rather prefer you buy for a Muslim than them. Because that a fellow Christian will do better than me is a lie. You see, there's something happening. And that's why I came to realize that it's not God. I, man of God, I was preaching in church the last two weeks and I told them something. I was meditating. I said, why is the church weak? Is the world stronger than us? God said, no. 
Is Satan stronger than us? He said, no, I will build my church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Then I said, Lord, what is the weakness for the church? It says, internal killing. We are the destroyers of the very building. Not God, not Satan, not people. The world has no power to destroy the church. It is us. We are, why? The church is too powerful to be destroyed by an external force. So it takes an equally powerful entity in the same system to destroy itself. So the church is suffering from an autoimmune disease. We are fighting our own selves. That's why we are not going anywhere. Muslims. I was, I was talking to a bishop and he told me something. When they come to Masalachi, Osafo, Muslims know each other's houses. But it is only church. Nobody should know my house. I'm, I'm, let me preach on prosperity. I'm not preaching on oneness. Let me preach on prosperity. It's a serious matter. So in cultures that understand the system, Ashantis, Igbos, they will direct you to fellow brother. Sometimes they even collect you as if they own the shop. Hey, guy, guy, how far? They just take one of them. Huh, it's 15,000. Then he will sell to you as if it's a shop. He will tell you it's his brother's shop. You think they're related. They're not related. He's giving business to his fellow man. He prefers... A certain pastor was attacking Pastor Jerry Eze. Another Igbo pastor came like dealt with the guy. Meanwhile, right. they don't preach the same message. Mm. Yeah. But because his fellow Igbo Igbo, he would deal with you. That who, who told you what God does not do does not exist? It exists. <laughs> <laughs> Once you are Igbo, I will handle the matter. I don't care whether you're right or wrong. I said, that's how Igbo. I told them, Muslims, that's what they do. Oh, yeah. You touch a Muslim in town, you will know. You will know. Whether you're right or wrong, he will just come. How far? You just ask you in house. Then you say, oh, whether he's wrong or right, he's my brother. I'll defend him. He will even, after he beats you, he even ask Stanley, what did you do? He's gone. Christians will say, oh, yeah, then. Oh, or did you matter? I'm so crabby. Oh, why So he will join his brother. He will join the enemy to say, you didn't do well. Then he will rather tell you, I'm a judge. I'm a right person. I'm righteous. They must dwell alone. So see, I'm building something for you to get this. I'm building something for you to get this. So Israel stands in a certain realm. Number two, the Jews have a certain system. So today in America, 40% of medical doctors are Jews. 30% scientists, Jews. Yet, do you know, their size is like, is smaller than Kumasi. In fact, their land is about 7.5 square meters. The Israel, the nation Israel is smaller than Kumasi. Hey, sorry, it's smaller than the Ashanti region. So when you put the entire Ashanti region together, Israel is smaller than that. That's the size of Israel. It's about the size of the state of New York or New Jersey. Small. But they control the whole world. Why? Number one. Number one. Number one. Now, Genesis chapter 2, let's go there and come to show you the thing that will help you. The verse number 5. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can we together want to go? So what he's trying to say is that when God said, let there be trees, let there be herbs, let there be this, 
By Genesis 2, there was none of it on the earth. Because there was no man to till the ground. There was no man to till the ground. And the reason there was no man, and the Bible says the reason for that is because God had not yet sent the rain. Now, the word till the ground in the Hebrew is the word to manage. To manage. Say to manage. So let's read it together. And the Lord God had caused it, had not caused it to rain upon the earth. Why? Because there was no manager. There was no manager. The reason a lot of you are not getting answers to prayer is because you are asking for things you don't have capacity to manage. So instead of praying for things, pray for management. The anointing of management. Am I preaching? Are you hearing me? So God will not answer your prayer request. He will answer what you are capable of managing. I'll give you a typical example. Elizabeth was chosen because she had the anointing to manage the anointing of Elijah. Elijah. So her waiting for a child was not because, Bible says according to Luke chapter 2, they were righteous, they have kept the law, yet they were barren. So they are holy, they are spiritual, they are praying, they are doing everything, but they don't have a child. So if you are fulfilling all things, you are praying, you are fasting, you are giving, you are everything, and the child has not yet come, it's not a sin that caused it. It's prophetic calendar. And don't be deceived and think God is not hearing you. You are on calendar. Unless you are not doing the right thing, you are not praying, you are not fasting, you are not putting, then now when some things are not happening, it is certain things you are not doing that is preventing it. But if you are doing everything, you are single, you are worshipping the Lord with all your heart, you are excited, you are giving, you are serving, your mind is not on it, you are not worrying, and the husband has not shown up, it's calendar. It's calendar. It's not, a, it's not punishment, it's calendar. What this also means is this. When you check the rabbinic writings, sir, it was Zachariah and Elizabeth that actually took John the Baptist to be raised in the wilderness. So he said, what went he out to see in the wilderness? And at the time, the reason why they did that was that when, as soon as John the Baptist was born and Zachariah was ending his tenor, by this time Herod Antipas had shown up. And they were under the Roman rule. So they fired everybody that was legally connected to Levi. And they brought Ananias, Caiaphas. They brought their own set of priests. That's why in the days of Jesus, there were more than one high priest. Because there was Roman choices. They were chosen. It was not a political post. Jesus now called them. Jesus can never call the rabbis or the priests vipers. But they are vipers because they were not God's choices. They were they are paid. They are paid to be corrupt. So Herod was not even Jew. That's why when he asked, who is this king they are talking about? The scribes had to now tell him, a Jew knew it. A Jew knew Messiah is coming. But Herod was not Jew, so he didn't know what they were talking about. That he shall be born in Bethlehem. Please follow what I'm saying very seriously. It's a very serious matter. So John's mother 
and father are the ones who carried him to be raised in the wilderness. So it means the parent's capacity to stir in the child the desert anointing to receive the mantle of Elijah is why God committed John the Baptist to that family. Whatever you are praying for, if you don't develop management capacity, it will never show up. I'm telling you. If you can't manage 2,000 members, God won't give them to you. It's not his wickedness. It is your lack of revelation. There was no rain because there was no man to till the ground. So it means that some things cannot... Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you raise your hand to Jesus Christ? <laughs> and the reason was this. No tree had grown. No herb had grown in the field. Because God had not yet sent rain because there was no manager. Because there was no manager. So God will not send prosperity if you've not learned to manage it. God will not cause anything to grow in your life if you've not learned to manage it. By the grace of God, on Sunday I was, I was privileged to say something. They asked me to preach. It was a preaching or something. They said I should preach for five minutes. I said, this subject, I can't preach it in five minutes. So I said, Holy, I'm telling you, I finished preaching in church. And so when I got there, I said, Holy Ghost. You know the prayer? I was telling Pastor what I prayed. I said, Father, I'm come to talk about your holiness. Give me the right words to speak. Because I can't go and describe something that is below what you are. So when I got there, I didn't plan to sound like that. Somebody even thought I was praying. It's not prayer. I just didn't know. So it's like God had to speak how you speak. Because God said, no, no, I can't say, no, but I could have holiness there. I could have gone this way. God, God said, hey, hey, you prayed. I spoke. Sit down. So it means also, somebody else will feel that, ah, Nathaniel Basa is there. Intokoso is there. It's opportunity to give revelation. So the ability to think like that is why God will not put you on some places. It's not God's wickedness. You have some heartbeat. You can't manage it. So you won't go. You will never go. And you said the people who don't like it, they are rather getting it. So somebody thought that I like that stage. If I like it, like I wait after the service, I suffer. Nathaniel, the Lord bless you, sir. Can I get your number? Because I came to market myself. I'm gone. Now, sitting there, the Lord whispered and said, You are John the Baptist. When you are done, vanish. Let them look for you, vanish. That's nice. The ability to manage. So, I'm saying this to, today to you. Think about it. You are asking for things. Be honest with yourself. Can you manage them when they show up? Be honest. You want to be a pastor's wife? Do you know what it means to be a pastor's wife? And I know It's the preaching. They found your leg. That means that to be a pastor's wife, your prayer life must be stronger than your husband's. Because his own anointing covers him. Yours, you are like Joshua. You are neither in the party, in the idol worship, neither are you in the 40 days. What's in something? And also for the Bible says, it is Moses who is in the presence of God. He has anointed to do 40 days, 40 nights. 
The people who are dancing and eating and happy. You, you are not in their presence. Neither are you under the influence of idols. Yet you are doing 40 days. What anointing are you using to do 40 days? You are hanging in the middle. Also, you are not where Moses is. Neither are you where the Israelites are. And you are not having anointing. And you are just standing there. So with a certain discipline. Moses did his 40 days, 40 nights of anointing. Joshua did his own discipline. Your boss has not eaten. You don't eat. But he is using anointing not to eat. You are using following. Jehoshaphat. So by the time God is giving Israel over to Joshua, he is not leading by anointing. He is leading by the disciplines of following. So God says, Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. You were his minister. Take over. Because you have learned to follow things even when your flesh does not like it. So I can give you the job. If you don't know how to manage it, before Korah was looking for it, Cadmel's family was fighting for the mountain, but they didn't give it to them. They went to give it to Joshua, the son of Nun. And the reason was because, according to Numbers chapter 14, Joshua and Caleb had a following spirit. So their following gave them license to collect what Moses had. It means they can't. So he said, look at what he told Joshua. I'm not going to give you new instructions. Go and finish what your boss started. He said, my servant Moses is there. Now carry them over to the Jordan. That's Joshua's assignment. So God does not give Joshua any new instruction. It is his boss's instruction he's finishing. So the only instruction I'll tell you is, be strong and courageous. And meditate on the word. Because in 34, they lay hands on you. And the spirit of wisdom came on you. But when you meditate on what has been put on you, you will increase in success. And you will have wisdom. Because if the book of the Lord does not depart... What was released was settled. So stop praying for a car if you don't have grace to manage. Plus today's fuel, you want a V8. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Just ask for atos or cakes or picanto. It will help your life. You don't have faith for a thousand Tagana a week fuel. Why are you asking for a Benz? Do you understand? So some of the prayers we pray, we pray like babies. We don't have management capacity. Yeah. There was no rain. So the prosperity that's not coming is a product of no tiller of ground. You have not learned management. The increase you're looking for has not come because there's no management. You are doing nothing now. You can sleep the whole day. You are practicing sleeping. When they ask you, what are your hobbies? You are sleeping and you are not shy. Sleeping is your hobby. Hey, Jesus Christ. And you want to be rich. No, no, no. They don't know. You finish this preaching, you go and lie down somewhere because at 2 a.m. You wake up, pray. Then 4 a.m. you are flying. You are going to this country. You land straight into a meeting. You cannot do the work of the ministry with lazy attitude. So you can't ask God for ministry when you have not learned how when you were alone. You fast, the discipline, you pray, you wake up at a certain time, you are timing yourself. If you don't have that management capacity, the ministry is not coming. What am I trying to say? If you don't have management capacity, that business wealth you are looking for will not show up. Because then you become like those old contractors. When you get a million dollars, your first 700 is a house, three pickups, your auntie that you didn't finish a house. Now that you're 100,000 project. 
You are sorting yourself first. You don't, you don't have management skill. And that's why God might bless an unbeliever with a certain money. But rarely do you see Christians receive money. They say, while the money was coming, my leg was shaking. If you have not learned how to manage these shaky legs, some money should never hit your hand. It will pass your nose. And do you know how I know that? They suggest to you that, oh, we will give you a million dollars. Then your legs are, are you sure? And when you lie down, you didn't ask for tight. You didn't ask God how we use the money. You started doing budget. One million dollars. Hi, we are saving one One million dollars. Who they are trying? If I do the mental true, this is how to escape you after two weeks. Because God tested you with the news and you failed before the money hit your account. Just the news gave you sleepless nights. Then the cash. What will it do to you? Some of you will die. Because every two minutes you wake up. One day a pastor says something. He says, somebody gave him a million Ghana cities. It was in his room. He said every two minutes he couldn't sleep. It, no, I think it was about 500 or 100,000. No, 100,000, sorry. So his first time of getting 100,000 Ghana cities, he couldn't sleep. It was under his pillow. He said when he woke up, he said, what kind of nonsense is this? He just carried one to give to a man of God. He said, take it. If this money doesn't make me sleep, then I'm not qualified to handle it. Because you can't. Some of you, the day you pack bands in your house, you don't sleep. Every two minutes you wake up. What is that? Who is past? You are not ready for that car. No, you are not ready. Let it go. Sow it as a seed. What's up, Anam? What's up, Anam? What's up, Anam? What's up, Anam? You are not qualified for everything that falls or gets the soil. You shout, Mewu. You are not qualified. You are not qualified. For. What is the meaning of you are, you are Mewu? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we here together? So nothing will prosper or grow when we have not received the capacity to manage it. That means that God withhold things from you that you are not capable of managing. Now, somebody will ask me, what are you trying to say? That's why I said, God will not give you what you pray for. God will give you what you can manage. Please put that in your notes. God will not give you what you pray for. Go and check all the prayer answers you got. There were things you can handle. Every other thing you are praying for that has not yet come. Chances are that you can't handle it. That's why it has not yet come. Because man of God, when I stood on the stage, I said, hey, these people, I've seen them. First time seeing all these people. Chances are that you enter the flesh and try to prove a point. The first time I stood on the stage, I closed my eyes. You know why? Because chances are that nobody knows you. So you, the flesh will try to say, say something. For 16 minutes, I had to close my eyes so I can look at Holy God's face. Now, if I've not learned this trick, God cannot give me such puppet. That means that the next time I do it, it will be so fleshy People will yawn and rather hear knowledge than spirit. So you are not getting what you are praying for. You are getting what you can handle. So if it's not, so then why? Matthew 25. Let's go there quickly. And I'll come to the basis why wealth creation does not show up in our lives. Matthew 25. The verse 15. Let's go to 14 first. Matthew 25, 14. So today when you go home, instead of praying for a car, a house, a ministry, a business, a multi-billion dollar contract, 
ask for the anointing of management. Because unfortunately in our culture in Africa, management is a curse. Start nice with a beautiful hotel. We run its ground. Beautiful building. After 10 years, nowhere to be found. We run things down. Because we have not received the anointing of management. Are we there? What I say, let's go together. I want to go. Right, next verse. Can, do we have easy English translation? Easy English, Matthew 25, 14. Easy English. Or contemporary English. Easy English. Some of the modern English. Yeah. Verse 14, Matthew 25, 14. Do we have it? Which translation do you have? Message? Okay, so let's try message, verse 14. Message, verse 14. Aye, it's a lot. Okay, so let's, let's try. It is also like a man going off on an extended trip. He called the servants together and delegated responsibilities. To one he gave $5,000, to another 2000 and to one 1000 Depending on their... Depending on what? Do you, do you have passion or amplified? Passion or amplified. Let's put that one there. See what he says. Again, heaven's kingdom realm is like a wealthy man who went on a long journey and summoned all his trusted servants and assigned his financial management over to them. This is it. He assigned their financial management over to them. Next verse 15. After much time had passed. 15, you are in 19. Okay. Before he left on his journey, he entrusted a bag of 5,000 gold coins to one of the servants, another 2,000 gold coins, another. And he said, each according to his ability to manage. That means that somebody's quantitative increase in wealth is a product of the increment in their ability to manage it. God is not a partial God. He gives according to the ability to manage. Then the shocking part was that, sir, when I went into this thing, this management was not bestowed. It is acquired. What is being given is the wealth. What you must used to meet what you are being given is your discipline in knowledge. Because he didn't give them ability to manage. He gave them according to what they brought to the table. That means that there is a certain dimension of usage that is based on what you have acquired in the spirit. Even the world pays you. When you are a postgraduate, your salary is different from an undergraduate. That means if I increase my knowledge, it changes my pay. So in the spirit also, if you don't change your knowledge, your management capacity to change what will come to you will never come. And that's why many Christians are crying for money, but they are not changing how they are thinking. I'll show you a key. Now, with the Jews, they operate the principle of knowledge. People think 
that because they are blessed by God, they are there. According to the American educational system, in the 1950s and 60s, when there was still segregation against girl-child education, 90% of Jewish girls were educated. Education is one of the highest anointings the Jews have. So whilst they were segregating against women not to go to school, the, Jews, the, the Jewish girls were going to school. They were learning. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not about anointing to make money. It is knowledge that will give you management capacity to keep what you are receiving. Otherwise, nothing is coming. So wealth creation is a product of a certain dimension of knowledge. How do I know this? Notice in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 4. Very interesting scripture. Same was repeated in 1 Kings chapter 3. Isaiah 64. Go back to King James, please. Isaiah 64. Isaiah 64. Let's read together. One to go. All right. Uh huh. Next. And thy daughter shall be next at thy side. Next. And I, I shall see flow together. And thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. Now, these things, time will fail me to get here, but let me, let me just share something very powerful. In 1 Kings chapter 3, when Solomon asked for wisdom, God said, I will give you. The answer to the wisdom is, I will give you largeness of heart. Why? Now, this heart is the word leb and the Jews use the heart interchangeably with the soul the heart interchangeably with the soul so he says guard your heart with all diligence out of it comes the happenings of life Proverbs 4.23 actually in the Hebrew says guard your heart with all diligence out of it comes the seasons of life it means if you go into a bad season it's in your heart can I tell you something? If you are angry, you will burn your shirt. You will have an accident. Yeah, it will go like that. It's in the heart. So your heart determines what happens in the day. That's why Jesus said something very powerful in Matthew 13 parable. Your heart is the soil. And the actions are the seeds. And the statements are also the seeds. So whatever will happen today is based on what your heart is yesterday, was yesterday. So if you want to change what is happening in your life, change your heart. Child of God, I'm giving you basis for you to understand this. Why am I saying what I'm saying? We are not businessmen who are Christians. We are Christians who do business. It's two different things. The church has switched it. Businessmen who go to church. No. We are children of God who do business. You should know your foundation. So if the foundation is off, he said the children of this world are in their own eyes wiser than the children of the kingdom. Why? They are using their system and we are borrowing it. Our system is not how the world makes money. That's why I showed you James chapter 5. The system of the world is corruption. That's why you see children of God, Holy Ghost filled, accountants adding zeros because they are, they are operating by worldly standard, not God's standard. I remember when I was working, a boy came to me and said, man of God, I like the way you are happy. I said, why? He said, long ago, we started adding zeros. I've never been able to stop. 
That's how I was able to buy my car. That's how I was able to start building a house. But I can see you don't add zeros. You come to work, you go home. I even see some of the bosses cheating you out of your workshop money. But you are not concerned. You are still happy. You are still, you know. I said, he was telling me, I said, hey, they're still, I said, ah, well, wonderful. He said, but you, I, we don't see you write memos. We don't see you try to create money for yourself. You just, he said, I can see the freedom you have. And I looked at him and I said, sir, I will not be here forever. I cannot sow a seed. In a soil that is temporary and reap it in a permanent ground. I can't sow a seed here. So write your zeros. Do what you do. What is car? A depletable liability. No car is an asset. No car is an asset. Any device that draws money from you is never an asset. If, oh, I'll get there next week. You see, when you are working for salary, you are not making money. You are being bribed. The day you sleep and your account increases, that's where you started making money. Making money is not putting anything into a thing. And the thing is increasing by itself. That's making money. So until then, you are being bribed for your time. You are selling your time. So salary, you know, whether it's 10,000 Ghana a month, you are still not making money. They are paying you for your time. You start making money when you can rest and use your time for something else. And something else is paying you. Then you have started making money. I'll get to it next week. Christian and investment. I'll get there. A lot of Christians don't like investing. Because they thought that God said give everything. God is also so smart. If you wanted me to give everything, then every Sunday you have to give 100%. But he said give me 10, take 90. Now when you take the 90, what do you do with the 90? But Christians don't know that the 90 that has been given to you, he said the fool spends all he has. <laughs> I like how you are quiet. You are like, hey, Hey, we are seeing by Yes, I want you to think. I like what Ravi Ravi Zacharias always says. We came to make Christian thinkers and thinkers Christians. Yes. So sometimes Christians, God gave you when we were growing up, the brain they used to call it gumption. Gumption. They gave you gumption. Use your gumption. That's what your teacher will tell you. Use your gumption. Gumption. Guard your heart. So the basis to wealth. Is the state of your being. You are the bank of your realities. If you do a small church, a small kiosk is here. How do you manage? And that's why when he said, I'll give you wealth, he has to enlarge Solomon's heart. And I was saying that the heart in the Hebrew lab sometimes was used interchangeably with the spirit. What it meant was that your spirit must be enlarged. And sometimes the spirit and the heart colliding together produce what they call the soul. So sometimes they say, do not say in your heart. That's what Jesus said. He was speaking Hebrew. The heart is speaking. Or do not think in your heart as a man thinketh in his heart. Yet it is the mind that thinks. Why he said as a man thinketh in the heart is because at that level, he has activated emotions. Feelings are merged with his thoughts. So the thinking is not abstract thinking. It is emotional, desirable thinking. What you want, when you think about it, the Hebrew says you are using your heart. So the largeness of heart means that your soul is enlarged. And the class captain of the soul is your mind. That means that many businessmen and women here as Christians, 
do business emotionally. He is my church member. So I gave it for free. You don't get it. You don't get it. But we go to the same church. So give me 50% discount. No, that's how I use the nose in my the hair in my nose to pay. We didn't speak in tongues to ship it to us. Often. We paid. So we can't do this your emotional discount you're asking for. No, I will show you next week. You see, next week they have a lot of things to tell you. Because next week I'll go into the business practice. And that's why many Christians fail. And some of the businesses that underpay workers are Christian businesses. Sad. Meanwhile, the scripture says if you don't pay your workers well, you are worse than an unfidel. And God will judge you because when somebody cries that, why is my salary? And they are hungry. God will come to your house. Oh, yeah. You see, people do, if you see a man prospering, the prosperity of a man is the revelation of the wisdom he has. Wisdom can be seen. Luke 7 said, wisdom is justified amongst the children. It means when you see a man in wisdom, his practices show you the wisdom he will praise by. When you see a man who doesn't like to gossip, there's a wisdom behind it. When you see a man who doesn't like to fight, wisdom is the judgment by which he does things. Your heart. He said, I will enlarge your heart. So with that largeness of heart, increase of prosperity cannot be achieved. heart must be enlarged. Your mind must be enlarged. You must know. Solomon, the wisest man, was the richest man. It means that wisdom is a function of wealth. And wealth is also a function of wisdom. If you don't increase wisdom, wealth will not find you. Go read it. He was an alchemist. He was a botanist. He was a songwriter. He was a scientist. Solomon. He said, what 1,005 songs he named creatures. He was, he was before, um, what do you call it, Lioness, the one who brought the scientific nomenclature. He was before, he was naming creatures. He had named the Hysop. And the, he, the wisdom that Solomon had, he was a botanist. He was an alchemist. So there was intelligence that guided the prosperity. How can you be a child of God? Doing business in great waters and you have no understanding of the terrain you are doing business in. You don't understand the market systems. When you see stock, you don't know when to buy dollars and when to hold it. You don't know. And you are, how will you? How will you? How will you? I send you as sheep among wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents. So Jesus didn't ask us to only be gentle as doves. There is wisdom like snakes that will make us thrive in these dangerous waters. Otherwise, you'll be doing business as a dove and you'll be food for the enemy. Are we here? <laughs> I hope I'm provoking you enough. It's time to read. It's time to study. All millionaires, they look at the news. They know when the money will come down and buy more. They know when to buy things. They know when to sell it. You have no idea about it. You are going nowhere. It's not God's fault. Ladness of heart. There are things you must study. There are things you must read. But finally, I'll say this. I'll say this. This management capacity of Adam to till the ground. Bible says in Genesis 2.15. Can we go there? 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's read together. One to go. Oh, please, I want to hear everybody's voice. Uh huh. Now, the word dresses is the same word that was used in Genesis 2 5, tail. So, the Lord God put Adam into the Garden of Eden to be the manager. He is not to create. He is to manage. And the word, keep it, shaman, to guard it. He must protect it from decadence. But at the same time, he has to manage it. When the fish is sick, he knows what to do. When the birds are struggling to fly, he knows what to do. Because without knowledge, it is difficult to dress a thing. But this same word dress is the same word that was used in Isaiah 28 verse 21. Look at this one. My last point and I end. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 21. For the Lord shall rise up us in Mount Parazim. He shall rot us in the valley of Gibeon that he may do his work, his strange work and bring to pass his strange act. The Hebrew word bring to pass is the word abad or aved. It's the same word for dress it. It's the same word for till. So in other words, to till the ground means to bring to pass what I have said in chapter 1. Let there be trees. Let there be fruit bearing herbs. But chapter 2, there's none of that in reality. So the one who is tilling the ground must bring to pass what I have declared in chapter 1. That means that Adam's duty is to ensure perfect fulfillment of the purpose of the garden. That is the word dress it. So if you've not learned how to bring to pass the destiny of a company, you are not going to start it. If you've not learned to bring to pass the destiny of your marriage, you might not start it. If you've not learned to bring to pass the destiny of a ministry, why the ministry? You might not get one. Because to dress it is the same word here. To bring to pass the intention and the purpose of God. How can this happen? Third John verse 2. Dearly beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper even as your soul prosper. Can I tell you something today? Your financial prosperity is a functional product of your spirituality. If you'll be honest with yourself, when your Bible reading and your prayer life goes slow, something happens to your finances. When you are introducing yourself to certain sins, the money flow stops. It takes the spirit of God to tell somebody, give this man thousands. Invest in this business. So if your spirit is not alert and on course, God will not motion anyone to bring you anything. And if your spirit is perverted, then you will use what you have been given, like Israel, to create an idol. So the money will never come. 
The gold came because that my people may serve me. Osofo, the word serve me. Exodus chapter 3, verse 15. It's the same word. Abad. To bring to pass. What am I saying today? 15. 15. 15. That they may serve me. Uh-huh. Okay. Now go to 12, is it? See, right. 12, 12, yes. Yes. That they shall serve me. The word serve you is the same word, dress it. It's the same word, bring to pass. It's the same word, till the ground. So let my people go that they may till the ground. Let my people go that they may bring to pass. Let my people go that they may serve me. Let my people go that they may dress it. What am I trying to tell you today? Until you come to the revelation that your spirit is a high functionality in your prosperity, you have a problem. Jesus himself said you can't serve two masters. You either serve mammon or God. That means that money is spirit. A stronger spirit must control it. A weaker spirit will be controlled by it. Simple. A stronger spirit will control money. A weaker spirit will be servant, servant to money. That's why the rich young ruler. Bible says, for he had many riches. The Hebrew says, for many riches had him. The reason you don't like giving seed is because money owns you. The reason for your stinginess is because money is your God. If the spirit you have is not stronger than the money you control, one spirit override the other. Please hear what I'm saying is very seriously. And I'll bring you to the final scripture I want to bring to your notice. Hear what I'm saying very seriously. Today, I'm starting with your spiritual state. To be a wealth creator, financial guru, it starts from your spirit. Why? Matthew chapter 13. The reaper are the angels verse 39 the seed is the word and the reapers are the angels Matthew chapter 13 verse 39 so the reapers are the angels what it means is this the stronger my spirit no matter the location of my business customers will find my number you see the problem with a lot of us is that we don't understand that doing business in great waters makes us see wondrous things that are created in the deep that means that in that deep dimension the marine world, let me tell you, are responsible for wealth. Next week, I'll touch on something. Israel had to first attack the waters of Egypt to control them. The first thing God attacked in Egypt was the Nile. Because the Nile was connected to Mali, Niger, Cameroon, different places. It flowed a long distance. That means that all the nations Egypt did business with were on the Nile, Ethiopia. So if they shut down the Nile, so what turned to red blood in Egypt went all the way to Ethiopia. So there was no point coming to Egypt again because their water body is bloody. So nobody was entering Egypt again. So God stopped their financial strength and created havoc in their system. And the painful part was the gold that was left, Israel took all. That's why Pharaoh came to himself and said, Ah, ah, what have I done? 
The laborers are gone. And the money to buy new ones are also gone. Let's do for them. I'll touch on it next week. So, these marine spirits are custodians of wealth. Every juju spirit that they give to you for money is for fertility and prosperity. It's in the marine. Philistine's power was the marine. Nineveh's power was the marine. They worship something called Dagon. Dag hyphen on. Hebrew word for fish is Dag. D-A-G. Dag. So Dagon was a mermaid spirit. That's why in the temple it was half God, half fish. But the ark, which is the presence of God, superior power, broke the lesser power. So without the presence of God, Dagon will rule you. But with the presence of God, you will rule Dagon. So you will not pay bribe, but you will get your business done. You don't need to be in a political party, but like Daniel, this, this mercenary empress were worshipping deities. Daniel worshipped the true God. The book had never tried it. Daniel survived. Belteshazzar sold up and the mother of Belteshazzar was angry that you, you made your father a beast. Meanwhile, it was not Daniel who did it. The Bible said the watches. Daniel 4. He said, and the book Nebuchadnezzar became a beast seven years, seven weeks, seven months, seven days, seven, you know, according to the decree of the watches. There were angels in heaven that corroborated with Daniel's prayers and made sure Nebuchadnezzar was a beast. And Belteshazzar's mother was angry that he became your father and destroyed his kingdom. Forget that guy. But when they wrote on the wall, mene, 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 take care. You have been weighed, you have been measured, you have been found wanting. He said, there's a man who the spirits of the gods are in. Let's go and find him. So there's a dimension of prosperity that goes beyond cash. Touch on this. Daniel's own went so high, he trained magicians to look for Jesus in thousand years' time. He put it in their curriculum. So the Magi were people who were atheists. But they say, where is he born king? They came with higher revelation. Even Christians today say born to be king. But the Magi said born king. It means the man came with kingship. He didn't need a chair. He was born king. When he was coming, he was already king. Baby king. And four empress with all their deities, Daniel still stood par excellence. They brought lions. That, look, that office you are struggling in, they have consulted spirits. I told you I was working at the ministries. So one day I went to pray at the retreat. I saw a cobra on my boss's table. My director, I saw it. Two weeks later, I told one of the national services, I said, tell Adam, amongst all the people here, he's the only true pastor. And the man said, ah, but the people, pastors, finance and all those pastors are there. He said, no, I know what I have seen. And I asked God, why? He said, do you remember when you saw Cobra on his table? He's from Latte. He said, he had gone to ask of you. He weighed you in the spirit. So before I left, he was fighting battles for me. He was telling people from WHO that at them, I will put my neck on the that If I had the daughter, I will let him marry my daughter. That's what he said. And he was fighting with me when he came. So you see people in the office, after two years of management, they are crippled. They think it is somebody liking you. They have put you on something. And your spirit is low. Your spirituality is your asset in this realm. Because you are going to market and people have consulted things. I'm a prophet. I've told people things. As prophet, I said, you, you, your shop, they've been putting 
Last two weeks, you saw a dead cock. He said, it's true. Last week, somebody came to pour feces at your gate. He said, it's true. And you think it's normal. They have instructed them to come and do things. And you are sleeping. And you think people are not buying. And you don't realize a spirit is sitting on your office. Rise up. Mr. CEO, Mrs. CEO, rise up. That Instagram account has been surrendered to a deity. Rise up. YouTube is the concoct hypnotist. Instagram, they consult spiritists to chant on their pages. And they have something called vibrations. So some of the songs you hear, you think is catchy. It's a vibrations in the occultic. So you go to the thing, for two hours you are stuck. You can't move to read Bible. Somebody's, and it is a product of your low spirit. That's when you have a high spirit, you can hear God say, put the phone down. And you can stop. Yeah. But when your spirit is low, put the phone down. Won't you watch two hours, four hours on the phone, and you can't put it down. Somebody is manipulating you. And the goal of that manipulation is that you start watching things that put lust and greed and depression and frustration in your heart because they are manipulating you not to be grateful. The spirit of stagnation is the absence of appreciation. Anytime you don't appreciate, you will be stagnant for a long time. You don't have a job, but you can eat. Thank God. We pray for meetings and people receive miracle money. If you receive miracle money of $1,000, nobody, just somebody brought you $1,000. Thank God. That, hey, God, in the history of my family, nobody has done so many times. I appreciate you. Roll on the floor for $1,000. Very soon, $10,000 will find you. But you get $1,000? Hey, it's even $7,000. Ah, it's not enough. It's amazing. You're excited when you receive it. But when you change it, you get depressed. Because somebody online is making you envious. Somebody's manipulating you. If you're looking for one of the generation problems, ah, ah, Matthew says 33. This one, we all know it. So I'll not talk a lot. But also, what God showed me recently, I got scared. Mommy, the spirit of the perilous times is not murder. In the last days, there shall be perilous time. Also, it's not murder. Neither is it war. Because he said in Matthew 24, there will be wars and rumors of war. But when it came to perilous times, go there to Timothy. Three one. Let's go there before I come. To Timothy three one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This know also, it means you need this knowledge, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Verse 2. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Isn't it amazing that perilous times is not killing people? It's not war. It is the state of a depraved soul. He is describing things that will happen inside you, not what will happen around you. So the times we have entered, some people will think, oh, and the perilous times in Yambai, it has come. Because the perilous times definition is internal state, not external experience. How many of us think of ourselves first? When was the last time you were saying something and you thought of, if I talk this way, how would this person feel? Then I won't use that way. But we think of ourselves first before we think about anybody. Hello, 
The part that shocked me was unthankful. This generation does not know how to say thank you. Because we have, he said, it is unrighteous to forget. We don't know how to remember. Two days ago, I was telling somebody, I was telling somebody, yesterday when I was singing at Jometo's I took my wife when we were in the car. Am I lying? I told her that if it wasn't Pastor Isaiah, I would have never met Jometo. Then I said, ah, but let me go further. If it wasn't my father and the Lord, I would have never met Pastor Isaiah because I was told to go and preach for him. And Pastor Isaiah was preaching, and that's how he became connected. So the day I get that sense that I'm fighting my father, everything I have, it was with Dr. George, I found my wife. It means everything I have and own is because of my father and the Lord. It means I don't understand. So one day will come, and I'll feel like I'm going far, and where I'm going, Pastor has not, Pastor is also going somewhere else. So me and Pastor Isaiah have become separate. I don't remember. No, something's not happening. That's the day you should know that. You shouldn't listen to Prophet Adam again. Has lost the Holy Ghost. No, it can't happen. But since I know what I heard, I don't befriend people anyhow. It takes the Holy Ghost to say that is eternal brotherhood. Now, how can I insult God by falling away from eternal connection? There's no other connection that will work. No, you see, so there's, there's a state. And when I saw this, I was scared. You know why? James 4 said, From whence do war come from? So every external war is a product. So the day you see this. Don't be scared. People taking machete to cut others. Because now I protect my tribe. I don't care who you are. It starts from an internal state. So perilous times goes ahead of external events. Look at your internal state. When was the last time you said thank you, Jesus? November, two, November 2021, 12 November, I lost my biological brother, a military officer. So I prayed. I was preaching. I was, I was preaching. Then Sunday, I went to hold mic. I spoke. Preach normal. Up to now, I've not had a single day I've gone on break. Because when I knew that, I said, God, why? Say, so you know he's in a better civilization. Say, so you're right. Cool. One day, I was crying. I'm telling you, I told my wife, I said, was I not a good pastor? Did I not cover him as a spiritual father? My wife held my hand and said, please don't say that. I said, you are right. And she said to me, said, please, can you thank God? So I was crying when I said, Lord, thank you that my brother died. One year after marriage. Thank you that my brother, that thing looks like it's not spiritual. It's not God. I said, thank you that my brother died. And I heard God speak. You don't know what he said. And I know God enough to know what that means. That I cannot be angry at God because I don't know what was said. And I stand here to preach. So when I see a generation that is unthankful, you, you, you think men, men, that's why, that's why I said ability to manage. That means that, and he knows, she knows, I'm a very private person. I know some of you didn't even know this had happened to me. I won't talk about it. It's hard. I don't, you know my life. If you don't know me, you know me. I'll be driving hello high. You know what is going on in my life. If you only saw my back, you see scars. We still hold the microphone. Oh, there are many stories to tell you. See a man jumping up at that, you think it's miracles. So by the time God gives you a free car, you can't jubilate. You are too dead to celebrate physical achievement. That's why I'm saying that until you have capacity to be broken to the extent that no human being's comments can affect you. Some power you never work in it. Never work in it. 
Because of this frequency. If my own brother died after prayer, there is no human being I will raise from the dead that will boast that I'm anointed. I can't boast. I know this one, it was grace. It was God who moved. It was not me. Because of the abundance of revelation, an enemy of the flesh was put in my flesh so that I will be under humility. Some things will not go how I wanted to go so that I'll be in check. Lest if everything goes away, the fantasy say, it means if you don't have one child of yours going wayward, you will tell other people, you don't know how to raise children. So sometimes, you have four children. They are all Christians, alright, but one has a certain urban king, he's going the way of king, but you don't know how to handle the thing. You are wondering, where did I go wrong? You didn't go wrong. It's an enemy that has been sent to put you under control because of all your children are correct. From day one to the day they leave the earth, you insult people that you don't know how to raise children. Sometimes you need some things to put you in check. So it means the higher you go, some things will happen in your life. So you can't boost anyone. But I know what to do. I'm thankful. Unholy. Matthew 6, let me end with this one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. One day I used to have a problem telling people, so God said to me, says, the older you get in me, the more confident you are to boast in your weakness that the strength of God will rest on you. Because of that, now when I'm lying in my bed, God said, wake up and pray for your wife. Wake up and pray for your children. Wake up and pray for the church. I know what that only means. I will not sleep over it tomorrow. If it doesn't even look like that, perhaps in the spirit, six months away, the plan has started. So I start hot now. Ragido, ragido, ragido. Then we get there. Maneuver. <laughs> See me. Papa used to say, I've lost six. Two biological, four spiritual. He said, there's nothing you can threaten with me again. No, there's a dimension. And I realize that some realms when you're going, some people have to die for you to die. Mm. There are two alive. Some things have to die. Then you're like, hey, you're out. Do what you do. We are here. <laughs> you are too careful in this Christian life. You've not seen anything yet. You ain't seen nothing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Jacob went to steal a blessing. So forgive me today. I'm preaching a lot. Next week I'll be more seven steps to management. You need a spiritual part first. <laughs> God, that's the reason why a lot of Christians are failing. Do you know something? How can you have the Holy Ghost, the spirit of discernment, the spirit of the age to come, the spirit that knows ahead of time, the spirit that was there for creation, the creative anointing, the creative personality, the creative God, stay in you and you are saying you are confused and you, are, you don't have creativity. You have not engaged you who you are. You know, you have to just stand at the corner in one day. You just show up. Turn left to work. That's what he has given us. Advantage. Daniel was told that they, they are come to kill all of you. He went to kneel down. Father, show me the dream. The astrologers couldn't see it. He had the creative spirit. I like what Belteshazzar's mother said. The book of Nazareth's wife. He said, the spirit of the gods are in him. Seek ye first 
the key to high level business ability is God first there are Christians here they don't like to tight even their personal tight is a problem before God's tight but there are people you compete with who give cows to deities every contract they get they go and give tithes to their shrine owners and child of God you've listened to a wrong teaching so you won't tight again be there be there people have carried cows one day one of my daughters sat in a car and she was trying to evangelize to a taxi driver he said won't you go to church so he will start going next week he said why he said my sister got mad and went to a juju man and he has helped the, my sister so she's now okay so I said this Sunday we're going to give an offering He's carrying cash, taxi driver, about thousand plus, and a goat to the to the juju man. It's only God's house. Satan has connected us away that don't. <laughs> so you're like, eh, church, church likes your money. Have you asked the, what the juju men do? Do you know how the juju men do it? They'll tell you, bring the tail of a dragon, the tail of a millipede, the tail of an antwerp. So it's like, eh, eh, oh, oh. oh. You want to insult the juju mama? Who say I say, oh, it is Baba. May I the day? I see you in the And you pay, and you pay. And we be telling the truth that so you are tight to the Lord. Yes, Let me tell you something. One day I was praying. I said, God, why is that we have a problem with this thing? God says spirits don't chop money. He said even when they sprinkle popoy, cats and dogs eat it. No demon comes. To, you will never see a spirit. A well wind carrying the popoy away. Creatures eat it. He said, but you see, Hebrews said it. Here on earth, men give tithe. But there he receives it. So God was telling me that every deity, every shrine, Antoine Yama is a spirit, but his representative is the one who enjoys what he gets. That's why in the Antoine kingdom and every fetish, they will tell you something. You cannot do juju for yourself. Why? Your payment is in what you do to help others. So the juju man and the spirit that is helping him do the work, they have a contract. Bring me blood and the houses and the cars, you drive it. It's only church. Yeah. You should put tights here and the window of the Lord will come down and carry it. Even this, the time of Moses, the smoke is what entered heaven. The fat and the meat, the, the, the priest ate it. What's awful? The priest ate it. So it's not about modern day church. The priest ate it. I'm not preaching this one here. But today, let me just tell you. Spirituality. And you can see that people have thrown spirituality away. J.C. Penney started tithing. When he stopped, he lost all his money. Because he went to follow wrong crowd. Colgate, palm olive. It's a tighter. Colgate toothpaste. They are Jews. They tight. Next week, I'll get into it. There's another one called um, Chick-fil-A. They were competing with Burger King and the rest. It's a Christian company. You know what they said? They don't work on Sundays. And somebody said, it's Sundays that people come for brunch. He said, we have sacrificed our Sundays. I think Saturday or Sunday. Sunday, yes. They don't work on Sunday. So Monday to Saturday. And they said, when you add all the fast food companies in America, their revenue is three times all the companies that work seven days a week. The Christian one. That is using spiritual protocol that Sunday is for God. In Switzerland today, one of my daughters came from there. He was telling me, he said, Daddy, they are 80s now, but they still maintain biblical principle. 
In Switzerland today, you do your grocery shopping Saturday night. Sunday morning, nobody opens a supermarket in Switzerland. Zurich. So when you hear these countries, they are doing well. Somebody paid the price in their ancestry. Don't follow some foolish uncle. Who your mother prayed for, that he's doing well and saying, you are doing church, 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 and he doesn't know he's enjoying somebody's prayers. You are not the world. Even the world does corporate responsibility. It's a principle. They are giving so that they will get more. And you, you've not learned to say, I am starting this business and a certain percentage will be used for God. Your corporate responsibility is church. So the shocking part is that impartation came on somebody. They received anointing. Contract came. They started a business. They forgot God. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. You have to listen. One day I was sitting with my father and the Lord. And he was, we were going to sow a certain seed. He had to buy something for somebody. And when he was, he had to count some money. And when he was doing, he was separating the money. He sent me and said, Prof, you do well. I said, why? He said, every day you give me CDs, new notes. Do you know what it means to count money and separate the new notes? And arrange all the notes in a similar line. So all the faces are at one place. That's how it does. This is what we call your heart is in your giving. It's not the one you just went to it and they have thrown it to God. No, you sit down, arrange it. But I make a note. Hello, God bless you. All the years of labor, I receive anointing. Fold it. Sweet envelope. Preparation. Don't forget the ancient parts. You don't give a blind go to God. Malachi said, what have I done to you? Where is my honor as a father? You bring blind goats to me. No, what is, what is wrong with a blind goat? Will God eat the eyes? Because the, the goal is to burn the goat. Whether the goat can see or not, we are burning it. But God said, the state of, the, you won't give the blind goat to a king. Why do I deserve it? Hey. I have to close. It's your lack of spirituality. That's why God cannot entrust the money. God has not been first. Be honest. God has not been first. Do a simple analysis. So if I get one million dollars, even the way you talk about tithe is ritual. It's not love. I remove hundred thousand dollars tithe. Then the rest. You see the quick the speed by which you said the rest. You no, know, it shows that even the tithe. Munyayanka. Later when you can tell, hey, hundred thousand dollars tithe. Hey, no, the church cannot handle it. <laughs> it's too much money for the church. So that's why I came to realize something. Banks put nice glass and nice gold so you can trust that they can handle your money. Why is that the same people who are putting money in bank? They don't send $1 million to cooperative. Because we'll be down on the cooperative. Why don't you give 100,000 CDs to a tushu man? Because when he comes to visit, he has a bag. The way he looks, he will spend it. So, Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I preaching to you? We get into that lesson. A lot of people get into institutional title. You must learn it. And it must be first. We are starting a business. By the grace of God, I have a farm. The first fruits, the first is for the Lord. Cain's problem was not that he didn't bring the first. Aside him not bringing the first, he chose what he wanted to give. Number two, he also bought it at the time he wanted. 
in the process of time. He brought it at the time he wanted. So you have started a business. Your goal is God. And look at the funny thing about God. God, let me sell 100 bottles. Let me, I want to sow it as a seed. You'll be shocked how fast you sell those ones. And the one you want to, why? Until you die, the wealth you want to see will never come. Because the prosperity of a fool will destroy him. That means that when you lack wisdom in life affairs, God can't prosper you because it will be your destruction. That means also the punishment to a fool is make him rich. Mm. He will kill himself. His money will kill him. Because God loves you, you withhold it because you are still a fool. No, when I'm saying fool, in context, absence of wisdom. You don't know how wisdom works. Speed! I was in Kumasi, I sold my tithe to my father and the Lord. Three days later, somebody sent me a seed. I went to, he said, ah, is it not three days ago? I said, yes, sir. I'm going to Nigeria again. I'm going tomorrow to go and sew a tithe again before I leave. It's not when I see you. It's not when I see you. I'll pursue you till this thing comes into your hand. So I have food of mine. Because until my seed enters the ground, it start, doesn't start growing. So you are there, oh, when I see pasta, and it's two months, when I see pasta, you are not serious. When I see pastor, I will drive to your house. If it's midnight, sir, it must go tonight. Because something is connected to it. Today I have to go and see a certain prophet in Ghana. God said, make sure you sow that seed before you give, go to Nigeria. He said, Lord, have me. Do you know, when I was driving, I said, Lord, I hope I've not missed the man at his church. He said, get there. If he is not there, fly to whatever region tomorrow. Emergency flight. Come back and go to wherever you are. This posture of heart is what makes God say now you can handle $100,000. Why? $100,000 will enter your account and God has not given command so it, we are watching ourselves. Like I will die before I touch what God has not commanded. God has not given instruction of $100,000. I will use the car till it shakes and breaks down. On cash, yeah, man, touch it. That is the spirit God is waiting for. Otherwise, you will become like Solomon. You will start with one twenty, and you will add your own and it will end with 66. He said he taxed the people when God said he shouldn't. The talents of gold, that was 120 from Sheba, became 666, the number of the Antichrist. That means that the money he was not having was satanic. So what did the Bible say? I'll use that money to build shrines for his many girlfriends. When prosperity comes, it does not change you. It reveals what has been your priority. That's why he says management. And the beginning of the management is seek ye first. You have no idea how I'm praying. I want, you know, sometimes, man, do you know what I talk? God, do mistake and let one million enter my hand. Some churches must be built. So for some churches must be built. Pastor and I, we have a secret something we do. Yeah, I don't, I have told him never to tell anybody. Perhaps in future, future, future. Many years later, we can talk about it. By my heart, I'm praying for the day. God will say, I'm giving you one million dollars. And when it comes, I say, Lord, I want to change my eyes. I say, no, it's not for your house. Go to dominion. Drop all day. They need it. Seek you. If you don't do this first, it doesn't make sense. To you, hundred thousand dollars is enough for them. But God said, I, I, it's not hundred thousand I want. Give them all the one million dollars. If your heart is, you analyze your heart, you realize you are not ready. 
That means that God is not delaying you. You are delaying yourself. The small you have, look at how you are acting. Delay yourself. I told them recently, when you make properties big, who drive a car now? who say, hey, But when you are bigger than the car, people see you and say, ah, you deserve better cars. So the day you see us driving Range Rover, you've built capacity. People will feel you have a million, a limousine or a Rolls Royce somewhere because this Range Rover, it looks like a common car. Your spirit looks bigger than this device. This is how to carry your spirit. When you increase spirituality, I'm telling you something. When you enter the office, your spirit controls this. You are heavier than the office. Even your manager say, hello, sir. And you have said nothing. Because you are seeking first. And then my boss was talking. And God said, I'll activate what I did with Jesus. Like Pilate. I said, sir, you are not. I said, sir, what you are doing? I'm going to leave this job. He said, what do you mean? I said, sir, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be here forever. After he cooled down, he called me and said, are you sure? I said, yes. He said, we need such people. I said, you don't need me. My work here is almost done. I'm leaving. He was shocked. I said, I'm not retiring the civil service. It's not my portion. That's not what God said. Perhaps he told others, not me. I have a different assignment. And I started full time. Three months after marriage. No church. No ministry. Just being invited to places. And if you are kind, we don't charge. So you can go somewhere, preach all your heart. Then they'll put 300 cities in your blue. I said, oh, 300 cities per day. You did three-day powerful conference, raising all the time you raised. People sold their laptop as seed, and they gave it 300 cities. The man of God, this is what the Lord told us. Recently, I preached somewhere, they gave me 200 cities. Then they came back to me and said, man of God, in view of increment in fuel, 100 to top half. <laughs> and I said, I wish I took my offering back. Yeah, listen some weeks ago. So when you see a man prospering, we don't charge. We don't call, hello, how much will you charge? Charge? No, we discharge. We don't charge. We are not of them that charge. So you are coming by faith. You are living by faith. Sometimes after church, you see people think pastors are getting money. If we show you what we open, you yourself, you know what you gave us. When we open the envelope, one, one CD, two, two CD. And people say, hey, men of God are holding envelopes. When we open the envelope, you know that this one, full of crowd by. But we are grateful. Why? If I, if I murmur in my heart, I'll be stagnant. So Lord, take that somebody had the faith to give me 200 cities. And let me tell you, if you sow, if you sow tight, tight does not require thank you because the Bible said bring the tight. Bring means it's for God. It's not something they say thank you. The thank you or bless you comes on free will. But tight it's what you have to give. Let us tell the church today, nobody should pay tight. You will see how much giving they will give. Because some people, it's only tight they give every month. And they don't understand why things are not happening. But I end with this point. He said that your heart, you will see. And your heart to be enlarged. Now, without spirituality, Jacob has stolen blessing. But he went with a bag. Esau did not get the blessing. He got counsel that you are already a nation. Shake your brother's influence and move on. And you know what he did? He went to find the prince's children. The women he married were royals. 
So he acquired wealth through shrewd marriage. And by the time he showed up before his brother, he had money than him. But the one he had money than had the blessing. And the beautiful thing about his blessing was that he was starting grade one. How was grade one? He swindled by effort and was swindled for 21 years. Then one day, Genesis 31, a voice spoke to him. Jacob, lift up your eyes. See! And the rain stick and the spotted and the speckle. He said, go and tell Laban from today, this will be your wages. So he swindled and thought his skill would give him money. But it was a spiritual encounter that brought the blessing. If you try to make money like the world, you will never be rich. He's using scheming. He lost a lot. But when he had a vision, Genesis 31, go there. The Bible says he saw. Then he went to tell Laban, anything that is spotted, speckled, rain stick, is my own. Laban said, ah, you've cheated me. I said, okay, no problem. After putting the sticks and the poppy stick in the water, Bible said the next thing he did was, he now made the creatures. Look at that. Uh-huh. And the Lord spoke to me in a dream. And he said, here I am. And what did he say? Next, he said, lift your eyes. What did Isaiah 60 say? Thou shalt lift thy eyes. So without spirituality and vision, you will not see what is needed in a system that will give you money. You need your eyes to be opened by the spirit. Because there is a spirit in Ghana that likes to copy rather than to start afresh. But let me tell you something. God told me many years ago. He said, anytime you speak to businessmen, tell them the anointing for prosperity in Ghana is called monopoly. It is those who catch it first that make the money the most. So check every rich man in Ghana. They are usually the first that started that business. It's those who copy don't get as much. So lift your eyes. What is available in my area that I can capitalize on? Start it. You will get monopoly. By the time others start, you have made enough money. Stop copying people. The Holy Ghost is too creative for that your copy spirit. Instagram is not your inspiration. The Almighty. The Almighty. Go there and dare it. It will be tough, yes. But stabilize it by the power of God in you. As you stabilize it, very soon people will now come to you. But you know too much. And you have wielded and yielded a lot. Already walking in blessings. Tonight, I stir you up. Let spirituality be the number one. The day your business makes you stop praying, know you are in trouble. You are going to miss out on a lot of revelations. And when you start, do you know how Just Pon started? He went to a prayer camp at Rumfa. And an angel appeared to him and says, Go and fetch rubbish. So what kind of dream is this? I say, That's how Just Pong Zoom Lion started. Nobody was doing recycle business like at that time. But the angel of the Lord said, Go. There was a man in Brazil reading the Bible. He said, Lord, I, am, I want to do business. Help me. And as he was reading the scriptures, he got to Genesis 19. And Lord's wife became salt. The Lord said, Start salt business. Without spirituality, your eyes will not see what is available. There is a lamp to stand on and you will get it for free. 
There's a place to stand and the contractor walk up to you and say, I'm looking for a building technologist. And you'll meet him instantly. If you are not spiritual, you will not know where to stand. And next week you get into expertise. Why did the man leave a house where he was not working and was sent to a prison to work for 13 years? So that by the time he passes through Potiphar's house, he has learned Egyptian agriculture, economics, finances. So he is not just interpreting dream. Pharaoh saw. You see, the Hebrew summarized it. But Pharaoh saw the way you explain the dream. No one has this intelligence. So it means that if Pharaoh said, handle the project, if Joseph has not learned about a Greek, he's in trouble. That means that Joseph had agricultural expertise for which Pharaoh said, handle the project. So if you don't get into expertise, you've not read about the field you want to enter into, two weeks note, no, it's not enough. Sometimes you have to go to a field. That's why I said that's the goal of working. So I counsel you today, any job you work as a Christian should be a job that is connected to your future assignment. Don't go because of mammon. Otherwise, they will bribe you for a long time. 20 years will pass and you are still afraid to quit because you have loans to pay. So if I want to sow, I will go and work in a tailoring company. How they transport the fabrics. Where they buy the fabrics. Now, they don't know I want to start mine. And that's the mistake a lot of us also do. I want to start my business. So I want to do apprenticeship. They will hide something. I came to save you, sir. Save. Meet my contractors. Everything. By the time you're about to leave, you've saved enough. With experience. And wisdom to guide you. Not to bite hands that once fed you. So I'll start my own, but I'll not truncate your business. Without spirituality, you will do things that will cause curses and heavens to close. Baba Deboe said, Bishop Edebo said, they knew what a great can do. Now, the cost to feed the university is expensive. So you better raise the chickens yourself. Simple. But another person will not apply wisdom and be buying chicken every week for their students. When the same students can go and work in the manure yard. That's why in the military, they have military agricultural services. You know why? The horses, the goats, everything they keep, that's what they use to feed the military students. So you think they are buying things external. When Jerry Rollins came, he said military for food. They have farms to feed the soldiers. In case of famine, the soldiers won't be hungry because they have their own field. By the time they quit their service, they are mechanics. They can fly plane. They can grow crops. So really, some of the best experts in manual labor are soldiers. When you go to America, once you say you are an ex-military, you'll be employed. Because they know you've learned something. You cannot show up as a novice and expect to blow. That's why we in ministry we will ask you, who do you serve under? Why? If you don't serve under somebody, you abuse people. It's easy to be a leader who has not served under somebody. You don't care how people feel. And when you serve under people, you can understand how it is. So you, at the time you are throwing the whip, justified because you know it must be true but if you not seven anybody before you throw the whip anyhow yeah. tonight I provoke you to spirituality 
in any field of endeavor, expertise. Can I say it beautifully this way? The blessedness of any field endeavor is the expertise in God that enhances your direction of pursuit. Joseph didn't go to school. He became an expert with God. Genesis 39, verse 2. God was with Joseph and he prospered. God is not in that business to fail. To fail. So tonight, I provoke you to this place. You can be an errand seller, excellent. You can sell water, excellent. Let me give you a counsel. Three places to look at in the last day economy. A Greek food, drinks, and water. These are four areas if you start business, you always have a ready market. The rest are secondary. Clothes, fashion, interior decor. But it starts from this. You go and put pure water back in your area to start selling. Add bottles of water to start selling. Sugar, it will buy. Biscuit, they will buy. Egg, they will swallow. Canadians like egg. So anywhere you sell egg, it's good. If we're unbelievers, the drinks, I would have gone to the other side. There is no spot that is empty. And there is no food seller, no matter how bad the food, that lacks customers. They always buy food. So there are areas to put it. It's just that you see, without spirituality, there will be this unnecessary pride. I graduate. Why am I selling check, check? You are not wise. But you were ready to brush a horse teeth in America. Who keep on cussing with your professorship? And so Ghana, dear, why are you selling rice? Sell it. Sell it. A lady went to London. Economic school. Business school. And when she came to Ghana, you know the business she does? She goes to Trasaco. Because she's an, a grad, master's graduate from London School of Economics. She went to Trasaco and went to people's houses, not well-dressed, and said, please, I want to help you with something. She said, what? I want to do your groceries for you. I'll buy and shop because I see you are busy. So I'll shop for you and I'll come and stand every Saturday after doing the shopping for you. And I'll go to the local markets, get you the best of everything. You can try me out. And I'm just going to charge you a fee depending on the amount of she has clients that she said on Saturday she comes for their list in fact she gets the list Wednesday Saturday she wears jeans and socks and a ragged t-shirt master's degree holder from London her parents were insulting her how can you use such a thing for such a then she wears the socks goes to their house um, the market a brie Madina market Agbogloshi shop vegetables negotiate bring it then set up a table around Laboni coffee shop then put it there everybody in their name tag you come with your car pick it come with your car pick it she makes 50,000 cities a week 50,000 just for shopping for people a week now she has bought some farmlands in Ebri so now some of the products she's buying she produces the carrots herself so now the carrots are shaped no it's not your masters in what it is revelation and unfortunately some of you your revelation is copying it's not from the Lord that's why it's not working it is from the Lord it's so unique 
It's like people wonder, how did you know this? Now go. 50k from buying groceries for people. You see, if you, if you preach this to anybody, I love what Paul said. I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Neither did I confirm flesh and blood. Because there are some visions when you tell people, Master, student, Agoboshi market, Dabi Dabi and Fatal. And that's the end. But obedient Agoboshi, and we need 200,000 cities every month. Because apparently there are some areas they are willing to pay 500 as shopping fee. Not how much they pay for the product. And because they give you the money, you know how to negotiate. So you make sure they get the quantity they want. And you've made your profit too. So at the end of the day, she makes at least 1,000 cities per bag. Her fee versus how she negotiated and got good deal. So the wisdom was that she went to gather farmers. So every Saturday, he tells them, I'll come and do that. This is how much I'll buy it. One basket of tomato. I'll buy this. So the people say, oh, please, I need my basket of tomato. So they think it's 200, but she will negotiate 150. She will make 50 cities per person. This term is profitable to direct. The wisest men and the money they work in. When you, I sat down with a woman who owned the school, Santa Maria School. Santa Maria, yeah, I went to that school, and that woman was like a godmother to me. One day I sat with her in the office, I was in Jesus. And somebody bought something, and she collected a change. And she looked at me and said, Adam, to be rich, you must learn to collect coins. It has been in my head. So up to date, my car has one CD coins. So I gather the coins. It's a lot of money. Let me ask to Jesus Christ. Wisdom is profitable to direct. Say, Lord, increase my spirituality. My sensing capacity. Speak to the Lord right now. Blueprints must be downloaded to you. God was with Joseph. That's why he knew what to do at what time. Speak to the Lord right now. There are too many business ideas on your heart. Which one must I start? Which one must sponsor the other? There are too many ideas in your spirit. Pray to the Lord right now. Holy Ghost, open my spirit up. Open me up so that I can escape this maze of prosperity issues. I can escape this poverty circumstance I'm in. I'll begin to walk in prosperity in my heart. Please lift your voice and begin to pray. The wealth is in Ghana. The wealth is in the world. Nobody dies and carries money to heaven or hell. All the monies that has ever been from Mansa Musa to Solomon are still on the earth. Lord, we are praying right now in Jesus' name because of the anointing. Let your finances locate me. Increase my management capacity. Increase my management capacity. Give me grace to manage one million dollars. Grace to manage ten million dollars. Grace to manage a four-bedroom estate. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 5, Is anyone lacking wisdom? Let him ask the Lord that shall give unbridled. It means there's one prayer topic God answers quickly. Wisdom. Father, give me wisdom. He said, because you didn't ask for your enemy's hair, nor for money, I shall bless you with wealth, with unparalleled wisdom, and in your days you will never have to see a battle. So it means, the word unbridled means that God is in a hurry to give you wisdom when you ask for it. Ask the Lord for wisdom. That my unemployed state, my staying at home state, what is there to increase? What is there to do? 
to enhance my capacity for the next phase of abundance begin to speak right now to the Lord Lord grant me wisdom wisdom you don't have a problem your problem is a wisdom problem you don't have an issue your issue is a wisdom issue let the wisdom of God come over me no wonder Paul said that the Lord shall grant unto us a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened tonight let God's wisdom begin to work by the next week wisdom will be showing itself by the next week wisdom will be justified by the next week the products of wisdom will be showing in my life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father we give you all the glory in the name of Jesus we give you praise we give you honor we call it done amen notice what he said if anyone lacks money no if anyone lacks power no he said if you lack wisdom he gives liberal you know means what he's saying is that if you say lord give me wisdom in my house god will give you wisdom for your marriage for your business he will give liberal it means beyond what you even ask wisdom for god will pour on you it means there are some prayers when you pray god gives you beyond what you ask one of it is ask for wisdom grant me wisdom wisdom for life wisdom for my life my business god will give you liberally and unbraided it means you will not hold back that means that's a prayer God answers fast. Wisdom. That means that it means that from wisdom is the solution to my prosperity. I'm asking God for this one thing, but asking for wisdom. He will give quickly so that the prosperity I'm looking for I can access. So there's a prayer to pray to go quickly for what you're looking for. May God grant it unto you freely. May God grant unto you freely. Let next week we show up here and listen, listen to this. I give you this assignment. Calm down. When you go pray this prayer every day, I spoke to my father in the Lord, Dr. George, and he said, he preached a certain message, Enoch, Enoch, who worked with God. He said, Father of God, do you know why I preached that message? He said, for one year, I prayed every day to shoot. He said, every day I knelt down, Father, show me the wisdom and the, the secret of Enoch every day for 365 days. When he said that, I said, I've been busy. I don't know how to pray. That the man who stay on the subject for one year and the following year he saw the key. You don't access things by mistake. They are, they are worked into. So for next week, before we come, pray this prayer. The Father, grant me wisdom. Any area you realize you are not producing results, it's an absence of wisdom. Grant me wisdom. Grant me wisdom. Wisdom in my finances. Wisdom in my marriage. Wisdom in raising my children. Wisdom in my business. Wisdom in my career. Grant me wisdom. Pray it every day for one week. So by the time we come next week, it will be explosion of our spirit. And some of you realize that some of the wisdom you need is some people you invite here will be your future business partners. And they must hear what you are hearing. But when you show up and you are saying something that they don't understand, you will struggle. So your partners must also follow you. When you pray the spirit of wisdom, you will begin to realize who must be here that was not here. So we can all journey on the same path. Lord bless you. Increase his grace and life in you. Amen.